Hi guys, it's me, Matty Millions, Matty Millions, Matty Millions, Dibby Dab Doop Doop, Matty Millions, Dip Dab Dibby Doop Doodle Doo, Skibby Dab Doop Doop, Matty Millions. We've not done this for a couple of weeks. Hello, I hope you're well. Autumn is drawing in. The leaves are going yellow. The leaves are going brown. Summer has officially ended. Um, But I'm getting ready for a school run. I'm going to do a school run soon. So I'm doing this thing before the school run. So um, I went to Benidorm. I've never been to Benidorm. If you've ever been to Benidorm, type in the comments. And there was 104 firefighters that went to Benidorm, so it were carnage, but it were an amazing do, somebody called Ronnie Goldwater, retired, uh, he's kind of a legend in the fire service, everybody loves him, um, he's had more, <laughs> uh, he's been demoted and promoted dozens of times, in fact, if he'd never been demoted and he just carried on getting promoted, he'd literally be the highest ranking chief officer in the history of the world. But he's also a little bit of a naughty boy sometimes, like we all are, so he gets demoted sometimes as well. Um, but we all went to Benidorm. I don't know if you've ever been to Benidorm. I, I, I'd I always thought of it as very... Uh, exactly the kind of place that I would never want to go to because when I go away anywhere, I like to be... Uh, I like to go somewhere very cultured. I like to go somewhere where I'm not going to get any of the home comforts that I'm used to at home. I'm not interested in eating Warburton's bread. I'm not eating interested in eating a full full cooked English breakfast. I'm not interested in Carlin Black Label. I want to drink Ponzi wine and eat Ponzi cheese and stare at people for, for all afternoon on some fancy little town square. That's my idea of a good holiday. But anyway, we went to Benidorm and, um, you know, I'd heard all these stuff about it and there's the programme and we were actually sleeping in the hotel the the uh the the film the 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 programming right uh by all accounts i think really nice beautiful place amazing beach everyone's white and english there um or mostly <laughs> most of people are white and english so um but all when we're on his way over there on plane all these old ladies i was talking to all these little old ladies and they're all saying i said they said what i said i've never been to benidorm before is what's it like? And these little old ladies are going, oh, Mavis, Mavis, he's he's never been, he's never been, he's never been to Benidorm. And they were saying it like, wow, what you know, I were really, really excited about what this amazing place had in store for me. And they kept saying to me things like, well, I kept hearing this same line and I've heard this from people before. There's something for everyone. When you go to Benidorm, there's something for everyone. I'm thinking, wow, something for everyone. Wow, that sounds amazing. Something for everyone. That it literally does sound the the best place on the planet. And I was saying to them all, I bet there's no mosque. I bet there's no library. I bet there's no like meditating temple or or uh, anything like that. No, there's not something for everyone then, is there? But uh, but it were an amazing. We had an amazing time. And you know, sometimes things made by white English people for white English people is all right. You know, I, 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 it has a place in my heart and, you know, I liked it and I definitely would go back. Um, there were a sex show on, even like there was, there were like a turn in every single bar, 
every single bar had a musician on and they were it were it were bedlam, absolute chaos, right? And we're in this bar and we're all sat there drinking and telling stories and just being silly. And um and there were this sec all of a sudden lights all dimmed and this sex show started. And it's it were basically Darth Vader having sex with Princess Leia. Now I don't know if you're a if you're as hardcore a Star Wars fan as me, but Darth Vader is Princess Leia's dad, right? And the and the, the sex show was 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 uh, marketed and advertised as Star at the Star Wars sex show. We we were just sat there. It just came on. I promise. I promise. It was already it was already on the posters, and we had no idea it was going to come on. All the lights dimmed, and the sex show just started. You didn't have to pay, and it was just on in the corner, right? So this sex show starts and there's Darth Vader and Princess Leia and they're doing this routine. And I just thought to myself, would it have been better and more intriguing if they would have advertised it as incest on hoverboards? Because it was Darth Vader and Princess Leia, you know, getting down. But they were on hoverboards, which was like an exceptionally uh, good skill, right? So... So that that was something interesting to me. So you tell me, what would you think? Would you th- would you rather see a Star Wars sex show or one? What would intrigue you more, Star Wars sex show or incest on hoverboards? Anyway, that aside, I just wonder because because Benedon was so 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 English, what it's going what's going to happen to it after Brexit? Because if if all of a sudden the pound drops a lot and it's going to become very expensive to go there that place is going to be like a ghost town. So I really hope that it doesn't happen to everyone there. But, but you know, I definitely would go back. But um, we got so... We were there for two days drinking. And it's not often I get to go out these days. I do go out, but I don't get to really, really go out. You know, like when you really, really go out. Two days solid drinking, three hours a night sleep, tops. And um, I felt truly, truly poisoned afterwards. And really when we when we drink so much like an excessive amount of booze an excessive amount of drinking beer and shots and beer and shots and another bar and another bar and it was just like crazy and we had such a good fun but i felt it's taken me days upon days to recover and we, we, i read this thing a few weeks ago uh this article by this young person and they were saying that this generation, my generation, or some of the people who I can see watching, you know, there's a few people on here that are maybe between 30 and 50 years old, right? We're going to be known as the excessive generation. We come, we just hit everything to excess, like too hardcore. And um, and what the, what that does is, especially with alcohol, it causes a lot of problems, right? So I felt I was feeling so so poisoned by this this drug that I did a little bit of research into it, right? So you ready? So, so we think of alcohol as an inhibition thing. It, it, it affects our inhibitions. This is how we, we imagine alcohol. We think it affects our inhibitions. Therefore, it allows us to let a bit more loose and party, right? This is how we imagine alcohol to be. But what scientists have actually discovered is it doesn't, it's not an inhibition related thing. It, it puts us into something called myopia. Uh, and it's a brain condition, and we we think that alcohol might allow us to be our true self. So 
Have you ever have you ever met anyone that would say, you know, I can really be myself and I've had a drink, or they might get drunk to give himself a little bit of more Dutch courage? Well, alcohol actually doesn't have anything to do with his inhibitions. It's what it does to his brains. And what it actually does is it it stops us from thinking long term. That's pretty much in a nutshell what it does. So myopia it stops us from drink uh, from from thinking long term so our true self isn't actually what's right in front of us right now if you're really honest with yourself if you think about what your true self actually is imagine if you're a mum your true self the true mother within you is you want to be a good mum you try your best to be a good mum you work hard so that you can pay the bills so you can clothe your kids this is long it's all long term based things that's the true you dancing on a table is not the true you right and and what 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 myopia uh, does is it, it it inhibits the the for us to think long term so because thinking long term is is cognitively challenging so so um what 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 myopia does what alcohol does is it puts us at the mercy of now so whatever is going on right now the, the whatever environment we're in right now that is what alcohol will make us focus on and 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 fall into makes us much more short-term focused. For example, if you think you're a funny person, you start telling more jokes. You don't really care that you're not a funny person. Nobody thinks you're a funny person. If you're sober, you don't tell jokes when you're not a funny person because long, the long-term, um, there's no long-term benefits of you telling jokes when you're not funny. Socially, you need to just keep your mouth shut so people carry on re respecting you and not thinking you're an unfunny person. That's what... Um, but when you think in short term, the long term implications have disappeared through myopia. So you start telling shit jokes. Um, other things like if 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 there's a party, you are in the party. But if you sat there on your own drinking, all of a sudden, the sadness of right now. If you if you're feeling particularly sad at that moment, that starts to come to the fore. Everything becomes more salient. That's right in front of you. That's what alcohol does to you. What it does to you, it seeps into our frontal lobes. So we need our frontal lobes to think. It goes through our frontal lobes, um, gives us gives us gives us reward centers, gives our reward centers a nice little prang, a little spike, you know, so it feels all nice and lovely, and then it eventually gets down to our amygdala, which is the thing that keeps us safe that like walnut shaped thing that's at the top of his spine and it really dumbs us down there it really slows our reactions down and it also affects our hippocampus which is how we remember things so all this shit that it does to our brains it dumbs us down it alters it alters how we think and basically it's nothing more than a drug in fact it's the most it's the most powerful drug ever ever created there's more death through alcohol by a mile than any other drug on the entire planet but because it's part of our culture we don't mind telling people it's all right i was drunk last night when in fact most drugs the actual drugs that grow out of the ground are so much more better for us <laughs> than alcohol is um basically it, it makes us like animals we become like dumbed down versions of ourselves animal short-term thinking and hi, Al. Hi, I can see you watching, guys. I can see you watching. Hi, say hi. But the problem, the problem with with alcohol, on top of all this stuff, the fact that it dumbs us down, is that if you think about how we react with each other, humans, 
there's no actual rules, right? There's no rules of how we interact with each other. So if you put it, if you throw into the equation that we've had a lot, we've, we've had this, we've soaked our brain in drugs. We're in an environment where there's loads and loads and loads and loads of people in a similar situation, you know, dumbed down, less memory, um, all the problems or all the joys of their life have come to the force and they're not, nobody's thinking long term. And then there's no rules. There's no real written rules. You can see why we start to have problems like violence. There's more violence when alcohol's involved. And especially women are at the worst risk when it comes to alcohol. The problem what women have got with alcohol is that all this equal opportunities malarkey that everyone loves to bang on about. Women are sort of expected to keep up with men when it comes to everything. And women, not only have they like have less body mass, but they, the way that the electrolytes pass through their body and connect with the alcohol doesn't work in their favour either. And the way that they don't tend to eat before they go out, so they've got nothing in their belly to sort the alcohol up. That There's that as well. Plus all the shit that goes onto your brain whilst you're under the influence of alcohol, you can see why women end up getting themselves in such shit when it comes to alcohol. And then there's this other thing as well, and it's called default to truth. So there's so many just imagine you're in a club. There's so many people out and about. There's so many people drunk. And there's somebody, there's a bloke who fancies a woman. He really, really attracted to her and he's trying to, he wants to, he, he wants to, basically he wants to take her home and, and have his way with her, right? But she is, she's under the influence of alcohol. She's, she's under myopia now. She's, her brain's dumbed down, her reward centers are spiking, her, uh, her hippocampus is, is not allowing her to remember what's going on. So this guy keeps making a pass at her, keeps smacking her ass, doing all this stuff that really would all probably get a slap for. She can't remember any of this in the moment. And what and because and if you and default to truth, what that does is, it's a psychological thing. It makes us always give everyone the benefit of the doubt. That's why a lot of people get shat on when it comes to trust. Every now we seem to trust people, and then you meet somebody who will do something bad to you. And you think, why do I trust people? The reason why you trust people is because we we have this social socially ingrained thing into our brain called default to truth. We want people to be good. We, we, we trust that every single person we meet is deep down a good person. So if you throw myopia into it, you throw the, you fr you throw the party into it, you throw the fact that this guy is a sexual predator and you also throw in default to truth, what you've actually got now is a recipe for disaster. Um, and that's the culture that we've created. I mean, that is what it's like in Benidorm. I mean, don't get me wrong, we had a great time and there were just, you know, there were, there were lots and lots of, you know, stories we could tell you. But but the truth is alcohol. It's not as good as we actually think, is it? Uh, especially those couple of days afterwards, especially when you're poisoned and you're dehydrated and you've had no sleep and all the other things that come with it. And then there's the bank balance issue and then there's all the problems that socially and then you have, have you have the slump on Wednesday and oh my God, it's like, I'm never drinking again, but what do we do? We're drinking again. So guys, listen, sorry to go on about alcohol too much. That's my story about Benidorm. I love you and I can't wait to go out again next time. Cheers, I love you, see you later, bye.